0: Hello, I'm Maria Titizian, and I'm Rubina Margosan, and welcome to the Week in Review for the week of February 11.
1: In the news, the government of France and the European Council mediate the return of eight Armenian POWs. The ruling civil contract party announces the establishment of a commission to investigate Armenia's defeat in the 44-day war. And early this morning, Azerbaijani forces opened fire in the direction of two villages in Artsakh targeting civilians.
0: Eight army and POWs were returned to Armenia on February 7. The return was mediated by the French government and the European Council during an online meeting between Prime Minister Nígol Pashinyan, President Ilham Aliyev, French President Emmanuel Macron, and the President of the European Council, Charles Michel, on February 4. The meeting was a follow-up to the 2021 Brussels meeting and aimed at developing dialogue and humanitarian cooperation between Armenia and Azerbaijan.
1: Since the end of the 2020 Artsakh war, Azerbaijan has returned... 149 Armenian servicemen and civilians. According to official information, over 40 POWs still remain in Azerbaijan. According to Armenia's human rights defender, that number exceeds 80. Charles Michel tweeted that the release by Azerbaijan and Repatriation to Armenia of eight Armenian detainees is another sign of positive developments. Michel also stated that the EU supports stability and prosperity in the region.
0: EU Special Representative to the South Caucasus in Georgia, Tovio Klar, welcomed the release of the Armenian POWs, calling it an important humanitarian gesture. The Azerbaijani side also issued a statement on the occasion. According to the statement, some of the POWs were Arrested during the what they call the events of November 16, Baku also announced that in return they expect to receive information on Azerbaijani servicemen and civilians missing since the first Nagorno-Karabakh war.
1: Pashinyan announced during uh, the parliamentary Q&A session. Um, two days ago that the remains of 108 people who were killed during the first Kharapah war were returned to Azerbaijan, adding that another two bodies will be returned shortly. He also noted that the act is a humanitarian gesture from the Armenian side because humanitarian issues should not be used as bargaining chips. According to Azerbaijan, 4,000 Azerbaijani servicemen have been missing since the First Artsakh War. The Armenian side says 777 people are missing from the 1990s, and another 217 people are still missing since the 44-day war.
0: On February 7, Alexander Lukashenko, the president of Belarus, stated during a televised interview that within the next 10 to 15 years, Russia will put together a union state with common defense, national security, and economic systems, and that many former Soviet states, such as Central Asian countries, Armenia, and even Ukraine, will join Russia and Belarus He stated that Armenia will join the Union because no one needs Armenia and has nowhere else to run. Lukashenko's comments drew criticism in Armenia, naturally.
1: The following day, the Ministry of Foreign Affairs spokesperson Vahan Hunanian issued a statement saying that the peculiar geopolitical analysis of the Belarusian leader is first and foremost aimed to serve his domestic political agenda and has nothing to do with Armenia's foreign policy. Belarus's ambassador, to Armenia, Alexander Konyuk was summoned to the foreign ministry. Uh, Arad Mirzoyan, the foreign minister, stated uh, during a Q&A session in parliament that the Belarusian ambassador was informed that statements about each other's countries must be based on mutual respect and consideration for the interest and sovereignty of each country, adding that Armenia is ready to assist Belarus in various international platforms should Belarus ask for it. On the same day, Armenia Security Council Secretary Armin Grigorian stated that Armenia has no plans to join this so-called Union State.
0: Russia's Foreign Ministry representative Maria Zakharova also commented on Lukashenko's uh, remarks during her weekly briefing, stating that Lukashenko did not speak about the union state, but about possible future integration processes in the fields of security, economy, and so forth, adding that it's not a secret that the union state is an open entity and any country interested uh, in it is welcome to join. Uh, Russia and Belarus signed an agreement on creating a union state back in 1997 and have uh, been negotiating on and off since then. And we have a very interesting article about this mm-hmm. uh, by Mikhail So,
1: Well, yesterday,
0: Armenia's National Security
1: Service announced that it had caught a spy network Um, consisting of 19 people that was operating in Armenia. The uh, National Security Service found out that foreign agents recruited Armenian servicemen from different divisions of the armed forces by creating fake social media profiles of Armenian women who contacted these uh, Armenian soldiers. After establishing close relations, they offered money in exchange for information about the armed forces. All 19 servicemen have been arrested. Some of them have already accepted the charges against them.
0: Early this morning, Azerbaijani armed forces opened fire in the direction of Garmir Shuka and uh, Taghavart villages in Artsakh, targeting civilians. Artsakh's human rights defender, Geram Stepanian, reported that several houses were damaged, including one where three underage children are living. Uh, Azerbaijan also violated the ceasefire regime earlier on February 5, opening fire in the direction of Askeran, where three workers were repairing a tractor near a construction site. Also, Armenia's defense ministry denied Azerbaijan's claims that Armenian armed forces targeted their positions in the northern part of the border on February 9 and in the direction of Karvajar today, stating that the situation on the border is stable.
1: Last week, we reported that Azerbaijan was setting up a working group of specialists in Albanian history and architecture to remove the, quote, fictitious traces written by Armenians on Albanian religious temples. On February 8, Armenia's foreign ministry issued a statement condemning Azerbaijan's actions, saying that this once again demonstrates the fact that the cases of vandalism and destruction of the Armenian historical, cultural, and religious heritage in Uh, Artsakh during the 44-day war and the following period are deliberate and pre-planned and are part of the policy of annihilating nagorno karabakhs indigenous Armenian population.
0: According to the statement, the action of the Azerbaijani government is a blatant defiance to the decision on application of provisional measures issued by the International Court of Justice on December 7, 2021, which clearly obliges Azerbaijan to, quote, take all necessary measures to prevent and punish acts of vandalism and desecration affecting Armenian cultural heritage, including but not limited to churches and other places of worship, including but not limited to churches and other places of worship, monuments, landmarks, cemeteries, and artifacts.
1: Two days later, the Ministry of Foreign Affairs issued yet another statement emphasizing the urgency and imperative of the implementation of the UNESCO fact-finding mission in uh, the nagorno karabakh conflict zone, proposed by UNESCO Director General Audrey Azoulay after the 44-day war.
0: Yesterday, Turkey's Foreign Minister, Mavlut Cavusoglu, announced that with regards to Turkey-Armenia rapprochement, Turkey has not taken and will not take any steps without consulting with Azerbaijan first. Cavusoglu also said that Turkey and Azerbaijan would like to communicate with Armenia directly, without any mediators, because some issues require direct dialogue. Um, he also announced that the 44-Day War created new realities in the region
1: for establishing peace and security and Armenia must take the chance and revisit its decisions. Earlier in the week, Cavusoglu discussed Armenian-Turkish relations with U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken, and and they spoke about ways in which the U.S. can support the rapprochement process.
0: This week, the EU Commissioner on Neighborhood and Enlargement confirms that the EU will allocate €2 billion financial package with an economic investment plan to Azerbaijan, which is aimed at helping Azerbaijan shift economic development to the next level and also. bring green technologies and real growth opportunities throughout the country. The EU commissioner was in Baku to participate in the 8th ministerial meeting of the Southern Gas Corridor Advisory Council. Civil contacts parliament member Sonia Ghazarian announced in parliament on February 8th that the EU was allocating money to an authoritarian country which vandalized the cultural heritage of its neighbors.
1: And yesterday, the ruling civil contract parliamentary faction announced the establishment of an ad hoc commission that will investigate Armenia's defeat in the 44-day war. It will examine the actions of the Armenian government and the military and will look into what measures were taken for Armenia's defense before the war erupted. The commission will uh, have access to classified documents and be able to interview current and former Armenian officials.
0: The ruling faction wants to appoint seven of the 11 members of the commission, which would mean that the opposition factions would appoint four members. I Have the Honor Alliance announced uh, this week that it will boycott the commission, claiming that it will be controlled by the ruling power and will try to absolve the uh, Pashinyan's responsibility for the defeat in the war. Today, the Armenia Alliance announced that the parliamentary opposition factions will altogether not participate in the investigative commission, stating that forming investigative commissions is one of the main functions of the parliamentary opposition and expressing doubt that the ruling authorities will conduct an unbiased probe of the 44-day war.
1: This week, the Armenian government unanimously passed a bill expanding the scope of people who can receive compensation in the case of the death of a serviceman or if they are missing in action. Uh, prior to this, only uh, immediate relatives, uh, parents, spouses, and children, were eligible for compensation. With the new law, their siblings as well as grandparents will also be compensated. The new law also entails that if a serviceman has been uh, or was in an unregistered marriage, uh, civil marriage, their partners will also be eligible to receive benefits.
0: And on February 8th, Yerevan City Council passed a bill on establishing social services departments in the municipalities of Yerevan's administrative districts for the protection of children's rights. The new departments will have social workers as well as psychologists. The new regulations are aimed at establishing the institute of the social worker and uh, help effectively implement new social projects. And this is something we've kind of rubbed against and seen the vulnerability of these communities because of the lack of such departments, community workers and psychologists. And I hope... The yeah. initiative sounds good. I hope it actually works well.
1: Exactly. Well, also in the news, Karyag Media, consisting of Arm News uh, TV, Tert AM, a news website, and Arm News FM radio station, is terminating its operations. The announcement was made by uh, the co founder of Karyag Media, Samvel Farmanian, who noted that for a long time the founders of the media group were not sure how to continue their operation. Farmanian stated that they received different offers for cooperation but had to decline uh, because they were were not, um, you know, in line with their principles. Uh, it was quite vague, Rubina. The the statement. It wasn't about lack of finances, but that they could no longer operate in a conditions or under
0: conditions of apathy and indifference. Um, uh, if when the media complains of apathy, that means he, they have failed. Maybe it makes sense.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was quite a vague statement and uh, caught a lot of people by surprise. Karyak Media was established in 2019 by former parliament members from the uh, Republican Party, Arman Sagatelian, Samvel Farmanian, as I just said, Garen Bekarian, and Miran Hagopian.
0: And the Golden Palace Hotel, located in the resort town of Zagatul, was sold for $5 billion Armenian drum that is over over 10 million US dollars to Project Inter Invest LLC. Minister of Territorial Administration and Infrastructure Gunel Sanosian announced this yesterday. According to Sanosian, Project Inter Invest is also going to present an investment plan for. 4.5 billion drums within the next five years. And uh, why is this important? Because Armenia's former head of Customs Services, Armin Avetisyan donated the hotel to the Armenian government back in 2019 after he was charged with money laundering. The government has been trying to sell the complex since then. Mm. And during COVID, it was... Uh, yeah, yeah, people were... Uh, yeah, patients yeah, were
1: being pa- sent there. That's right. On October 10, the California State Senate passed a resolution establishing sister-state relations with Armenia's southern sunik region the resolution will facilitate educational economic and cultural cooperation between california and sunik
0: and a little bit about non cooperation with neighbors Sorry, this is a funny story yeah. i just it's um, <laughs> well georgia has trademarked the word matzoni, matsoni yogurt in georgian as and we say madzun in, Ar- in armenian <laughs> As a geographical indicator. And now Armenian producers can't export yogurt, which has the word madzon on it, written on it, uh, to Russia via Georgia. Producers from Armenia are now exporting Armenian yogurt to Russia, labeling it as Armenian mountain yogurt. Armenia's
1: Ministry of Economy spokesperson Gaina Antonian uh, said that it had notified Armenian producers that the Armenian word madzon is very similar to the Georgian. Uh, Madzuni, which may create problems when exporting such goods through the territory of Georgia. The Armenian government is taking steps to make legislative changes, which will allow Armenia to register Madzun as its geographical indicator. However, even after Armenia registers Madzun, Armenian producers can only export it over Georgian territory with its permission.
0: Now to the latest COVID updates. Daily infection numbers remain high, and while death numbers remain low through the week, 31 COVID-related deaths were registered uh, today alone, which is the highest number of deaths since last November. The vaccination process continues. Over 1 million adults have received their first vaccine shot. Over 850,000 are fully vaccinated. 12,397 people have already received their booster shots.
1: And that's the kind of week it's been here in Armenia. Thank you for listening. Have a great weekend, and we'll be back again next Friday.